what, what, what happened yesterday? What happened yesterday? <laughs> what had happened was... Look, uh... This th- man right here, y'all, he has just... Y'all pray for him. <laughs> pray for his scrants and the oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take it. I'll definitely take it. Because when I went outside and the man is... He's just sitting in the middle of the yard. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is on the lawnmower and he's... You know, oh, he's man. just... He's got... He's just sitting there. You, you you know we had to cap it off with Jesus. Edge life, you're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Baby, welcome to the edge life. You're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the edge life. Hey. Live. hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're too close to the edge. I, I or ledge. Ledge, ledge. I know you love the song. You know what I mean? Don't go there again. Don't, don't nobody got <laughs> a hot intro song like this. I know. We hot. Yes, that's what I'm teeth. talking about. That's what I'm talking about. What is going on, everybody? Hey, welcome to the welcome. Edge Live Sunday Funday. Y'all know how we do it every Sunday. We come to you with the rawness, with the realness. You know, the only way we know how to do it. So... With that being said, I'm going to say, hey, if you have not shared this out, please share. Make sure you go on and share this out because somebody might need to hear this. And and tonight, tonight, oh, buddy, I'm almost afraid of what's going to happen tonight because since we're answering questions. Yeah. Our questions, their questions. I'm I'm almost afraid because I don't. I don't even know what's going to be. Hey, mom's be. watching, so we got to be careful. Well, that's another reason that I'm afraid. Well, my mama is watching, and <gasps> you oh. might, woo, there, there might be something that's ass, and I'm, I might blush. No, so. no, no. <laughs> no, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Riding with one hand. Let's go. Awesome. Yes. That's right. That's yes. right. My mama, y'all, has surgery on her hand, but she's still riding with one hand. That's right. That's all right. That's, that's what I'm talking all right. about. So with that one hand, type some questions. So Yeah. We need your input today. We're just putting it out there, just raw and real, answering questions of all the things that you've always wanted to know but never had the courage to ask. Um, and if you are afraid to, like, ask here on live, you can send them in Messenger That's as right. well. So send them to our Messenger also. Um, yeah. Th- this is going to be fun. I- I've actually been uh, I've been thinking about this um, ever since we put it out, because I'm like, oh man. Ever since you put it out, yeah. Like you put us out there. Well, that's okay. I'm cool with that. I don't. I don't. I don't mind us being put out there. I just I don't like either. To say, like it, it, I'm it's good fun with like that. This. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's always exciting. So um, to just see what what people are wondering or yeah. what questions they might have. Yeah. You know we. We teach people how to lead well. That's right. We want you to live um, a full, abundant life, a life that is overflowing. And mm-hmm. so if you got a question, um, we don't know everything, mm-hmm. but we'll give it to you from our perspective right. and our perception of things. And we'll we'll be real. And if we don't know, we'll find out and we'll get back to you. That's right. That's just the way it works. That's right. So so before we get started, let me ask you, how, how you been doing? How's your week? You know, get, get, you, we got to give the people what they want. Got to tell the people what's going a, on. A recap of the week. Yeah, what's it's going on? It's been good. So um, 
the organization that I work for mm-hmm. is a an affiliated or a member organization for an international organization called right. Clubhouse International. And right. if you haven't checked that out, definitely check out Clubhouse International. So um, advocating for um, adults living with serious mental illness, providing psychosocial therapy across the world mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. through the Clubhouse model, which is the most effective form of mental health recovery. Yeah, I'm just shameless plugging right here. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And the organization I work for, um, is Elevation House here in Rome, Georgia. We are the only clubhouse modeled program for adults living with serious mental illness in the entire state of Georgia. So mm-hmm. an honor and a privilege. And out of over 300 clubhouses around yep. the world, yep. um, the COO, Jack Yatsko, um, shout out to Jack. He's in Hawaii. Um, man, I'm jelly. Um <laughs> <laughs> He um, and his cohorts um, decided to reach out to Elevation House, and Mm -hmm. we are one of five clubhouses that are going to be featured um, in kind of a special opening of the international conference, so in video form. So I have, yes, so I have been a videographer of sorts. (laughs) This week, yeah. This week, and I have been, you know, our members um, are all over the place, so I've been going wherever they are. Videoing them. And these are just weird, strange times, Mm -hmm. y'all. So it's just all over the place. So um, I see some questions are coming in. That's awesome. Awesome. So that's what I've been doing this week. Uh, This past week, that's what I'll be doing for the first couple of days of of this week. But just such an honor and a privilege. And, you know, basically we were picked because of the energy that we bring. You Mm -hmm. know, it's been tough times. And, um, you know, we all need a positive energy. Yeah. Um, around us and it's important to keep your mind fixed on whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are holy so um, I know you had um, a whatsoever things are unholy moment yesterday Um, what what, what happened yesterday what happened yesterday (laughs) what happened was look uh, this man right here y'all he has just y'all pray for him (laughs) pray for his scranth and the oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take it. I'll definitely take it. Because when I went outside and the man is, he's just sitting in the middle of the yard. <laughs> <laughs> he he is on the lawnmower and he's, you know, oh, he's man. just, he's got, he's just sitting there. I was, I was. So uh, I, I will share with you all. Um, first and foremost, this, <laughs> this week was um, an eventful week um, for me. I, I actually had my my first client this week that Yay! that I, I've been working with, so so that has been really really awesome. Um, did a couple of um, sessions for them in uh, just a couple of diversity sessions for them actually, so it was actually really 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 awesome. I enjoyed that. Um, as Edge and Associates is actually going full bore, and you know your boy is a a, a full time business owner and entrepreneur now. Yay! So um yeah yeah so it, it's Doing good big you, yeah you big willy style you, you, you can never stop good people you know what i mean so here in so, the shorts so with we, the collared we, shirt i had the business mullet on you know i had the looking good yep. up top and had the shorts business on the, on bottom, the top but um, party on the bottom it was really it was actually really cool because um this was an international audience um had people from australia singapore hong kong um you know several countries um other countries like that so um, to actually be able to facilitate to an international audience was really, really cool. Enjoyed it, and I'm looking for doing some more work with this yeah. particular um, client. So that was good. 
Um, but but as a as a new business owner, you know, just the mental game, it, you know, it kind of goes up and down a little bit. So uh, I got up on Saturday and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out today. I'm just going to cut the grass. And, front yard. You know. Just yeah. the front. Well, you know, but I was just like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to gonna mm-hmm. woo-saw for a moment i put my headphones on um i was listening to this yard cut yeah shoes my yard on. i mean you, y'all you know, know what whole, i'm talking you know about the whole thing and i get out there and i literally cut the the whole front and i'm, I'm getting ready to go to the side of the house and you know i got these noise canceling headphones on and i'm you know i'm whipping the lawnmower and um literally i'm whipping that thing around I get around Carrie's car, whipping that thing around, and I'm listening. I'm he did singing, a whip, whip, and then he and then no, I, no. I happened to look up. I didn't hear anything because I had my <sighs> earphones on. But I looked up, and y'all, a rock hit Carrie's back windshield Pearly. and broke the windshield. It looked like a gunshot with <laughs> that thing. I was like, "What came out of this lawnmower?" But literally, I just sat there and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And um, I was like, "Wow." what else you know what else but uh it, it was it was okay um yeah. so tuesday they'll be coming out fixing the uh window this is but, not the first time though like yeah um, i remember time. one time it's second time i was sitting at the computer <laughs> and i thought i a was taking fire <laughs> like y'all he slung a rock into the house y'all this man is dangerous on a tractor he was not built for the tractor he was built for the city this here oh, is a city boy yeah, all right yeah, if he yeah. had his way the whole yard would be concreted yeah. we might have a tree in the concrete like a bonsai or something but god love him but yeah that time i literally y'all <laughs> Okay, and, and y'all know my, my career in the past. Oh, man. I, I was, you know, a deputy sheriff yeah. at the time, and I was fixing to do some sheriffing. Uh, <laughs> I was about to return some fire. I didn't know what in the world was I could going see my, on. I could see my wife, like, reaching for a weapon, doing a forward roll, y'all, coming I up like Charlie's Angels. <laughs> I did not know what was going on. Uh, y'all, this is the edge life. This oh, is, it man. does not get any realer than this. We so if you're listening to this on, you know, podcast, now is your opportunity to share this. Somebody <laughs> needs a laugh. This is real stuff, y'all. This stuff really happens only in the edge life. And, and Latasha just says, don't ask what else. And I, I, I retract <laughs> my former statement, right? I, I retract that statement and renounce it. I will, I yes. will not ask don't that ask question anymore. Because there right? are a number of things that could happen that are way worse. But so, on, honestly, it, it's been I'll good. I'll take the rock in yeah. the car window we'll, we'll take it we'll take it, it it's yes. all good it's all good yes and that's hey this is why we use dave ramsey principles that's right this that's is right. why you save money and that's, that's right. what i told him yep i said this is why we save money it's it's for these sorts of unexpected occurrences exactly um because he certainly did not mean to hurt pearly i didn't i didn't but yeah i wish i i wish you all could see what the window looked like because if you saw what the window it looked looks like, like you, nothing you, <laughs> it's gone that would have been like how Shattered. did you do that every but little it like, was all good tiniest little pieces kids so, come outside talking about they did it's all gone <laughs> that's what car windows do when they get hit by rocks cot uh, <laughs> came outside cat's like Ooh, you're gonna be in trouble mom is gonna get you're you you're gonna be in trouble mm-hmm. <laughs> he came running in Kai go run and tell it 
Y'all, there's always one in the family. Yeah, yeah. That go run and tell it. We just ask Kai. Something goes down. Y'all saw, um, if you're all friends on my particular Facebook page, y'all saw the case of the upside down leg on the table. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we we had a, had a we had an upside it. down leg on, yep. on, on, had a on little, the table you know, when Carrie came home. She case was like, of the upside down. What happened here? Table. But, but Kai leg. told it all. Kai he told did. it all. He told on Saray, yeah. and she, y'all, who <laughs> is uh, in the healthcare track, this is what we have to look forward. These are the kind of people that are going to be nurses and doctors when we get old. She didn't even uh, realize she put it she on put upside it on down. <laughs> Only in the edge life, y'all. <laughs> Only. Only in the edge life. Oh, crazy. So I hope you all have found this entertaining. And yeah. we're probably going to find some more things, some entertainment. Y- yes, we are. And and we will just say for <sighs> those of you who are just joining us, um, tonight we are answering questions. Pretty much any question. We're open. We have some that we're going to ask each other also. I see there are a couple already in, yeah. in the comment section. So if you do have a question for Carrie or myself, something that you've always wanted to ask, something that... I mean, it doesn't matter. It could be anything, <laughs> right? So uh, if y'all want to ask us a question, please feel free. Put it in the chat feature. And, um, yeah, we're, I, I want to jump into this because this, yeah, this is going to be pretty, pretty good. It's going to pop in. It's going to be pretty good. So um, you want to start easy or you want to just jump into it? Tell I mean, me. let's just start at the first one. Well, let, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, y'all, I got this one hair. Hold you you going to get it fixed? Yeah, you got me, it. Okay, on, okay, we could, we could. You got it? All right, all right. So so let me get this question up on the screen so everybody can see it. But it says, uh, what have been some of your biggest challenges to lead well as a biracial couple or as an interracial couple? Like, what what have been some of our biggest challenges to biggest lead challenges well? Biggest challenges to lead well Yeah. as an interracial couple. Yeah. I, I think for us that probably has to be from a church setting because that's where people see us leading. co-leading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, and and I, I think they see us, you know, leading in life and leading in, you know, especially with our families and things like that. Sure. But, um, you you want to go? Or you want me to answer? It? Go ahead. You can start. I I, I think um Rock some bro- some of the breaker. biggest challenges for for us have been, um, especially as an interracial couple, um, being being okay with who we are. Okay, and and what do I mean by that? Um, especially in in the church ranks or in the church realm. Um, church is still segregated. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. said that church is still the most segregated time of, of the week, and, and it still is. So there are times when I know, you know, maybe Carrie's invited to a place or I'm invited to a place, and, you know, we don't just say, hey, my name is Philip and my wife is white. or You know, like, like that's not something that we think about. We don't think about our marriage as an, as an interracial couple from, from that standpoint. So, um, there are times when, you know, we'll show up and people are looking at us and they're like, Oh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know, but it's in, in the church, you know, they still have the church face on there. They're <laughs> the blessed and highly favored and they're giving you the, the little church hug, but they don't, they didn't know or understand that that's oh. how, we oh. we are and that we're in this interracial marriage. So it's always amazing to watch people in the beginning, but then watching when when the anointing of God really falls and falls heavy and that place the same people who are looking very curiously. Yeah. Um, they're like, wow. So if I'm speaking, you know, nine times out of ten, Carrie is going to speak, say something, and when she does, they're like, Oh, wow. 
you know, the white lady can can preach too, or <laughs> she can pray, or she, she. And I'm like, I'm like, y'all didn't know she she's much like stronger in in the anointing than I am at speaking, at preaching, at at all those things. They just don't see it because for whatever reason they they invited me. So I think I think that um, initially was was a challenge for us. We're just we're over it. But I think for for other people, um, it was something that they had to get over. But we had to lead in that in showing that um, it's not something that that we we're, we're afraid of. It's not something that we run from. And I think in leading in that, people were able to say, "Oh wow, you know, people are people, and and those two right there, they're they're good people." And now, you know, I'm watching it. You know, many years later, you know, we've been married 20 years now. But, you know, I'm watching people in these traditional atmospheres or traditional climates from, uh, from a church perspective. You know, they'll call, you know, I'll just use this example. They'll call and, you know, they're calling you now, you know what I mean, to, to these traditional places or, or calling to, to seek wisdom and guidance from, mm -hmm. from you. And they look like me. And it's, it's just different. So it just shows that, you know, when you're persistent, when, when you lead, when, when you don't back down and, and, and those types of environments, uh, people are truly able to see the real you. Um, but more importantly than that, they're able to see the real God. And when you can yeah. see the real God, a lot of this stuff, yeah. it, it, it's erased. God, yeah. The color of your skin goes away yeah. Yeah. if you're really seeing God. Um, you know, the Holy Spirit is the color of water. Mm -hmm. um, and so when people see you in the spirit, that's what they see. They see the transparency and they see the grace and mercy of God on um, a person who was once a sinner but now is um, a believer. Absolutely. Um, I think for me, when I think about this question, um, I think, God in the Old Testament, I, I think that I'm right. He told Moses not to look at the faces of mm -hmm, the people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I've I've had to remember. In order to lead well, mm -hmm. uh, you have to realize it's not about the audience. Right. Um, it's about what God, it's about the anointing. It's about what God has placed on the inside of you. And so you have to ignore the audience and just put out there um, what he's given you. Right. You know, all of us have been served a plate of something at some point in time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we looked at that thing and we were like, oh, what is this? Um, I'll never forget. Um, I, a dear friend of mine invited me to um, uh, Palestine mm -hmm. for, which that's like a big area. I can't remember the name of the city. I'm really sorry. But mm -hmm. um, she invited me to come there to experience her wedding. Yeah. And um, boy... I stayed with her family that was Muslim, and um, they just treated me, like, so wonderfully. I right. felt like a part of the family. But one of the meals, I ate swell, y'all. They fed me everywhere <laughs> I go. Like, they're like southern people. I'm right. just telling you. Um, I ha I got smart, like, day two. I took a bag because uh -huh. I just started putting stuff in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot there were figs in there. And after a couple of days in that uh. heat, yeah, it wasn't too good. But anyways, <laughs> so one of the things, and it was a very special honor, was that, you know, they ate lamb. Yeah. And I remember so, telling about this. Uh-huh. But they eat the whole lamb. Yeah. Again, all of it. They southern, y'all. All they, of they, it. They're southern. From the rooter to the tutor. Yes. And the head. <laughs> all of it. Eyeballs, from the shed. All of it. Yeah. So the head of this lamb is on the plate, mm -hmm. y'all, and I just couldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just couldn't, and I didn't want to be offensive. And right. so I, I share that experience to say that you have to get over the presentation. Right. 
And that I have, if, if I can't get over my own presentation, mm-hmm. then I won't be able to deliver what God has called me to deliver. That's good. And so I just can't look at the faces of the people. Yeah. I, I, I have to stay connected with God in order to lead well and to mm-hmm. stay in his presence. Otherwise, I will let fear, I will let judgment, mm-hmm. I will let other people's expectation lead me away mm-hmm. from leading in the direction mm-hmm. and saying uh, and doing what I've been called in that moment to say right. and to do. Right. So I can't get caught up in what it looks like or even what I look like being different. And that, that has been hard because, you know, there have been times we have been together 28 years. And so there have been times and seasons where I was maybe less confident in my identity Mm -hmm. and trying to deal in certain situations. And I found myself assimilating and going away from who I was and my being and listen to me, if you're going to lead well, you have to lead with authenticity. That's right. Leading well means just being authentically you. Yes. In every situation and every circumstance, because God created you uniquely mm-hmm. for even that moment. If he brought you into that situation to lead, to speak, uh, to teach, mm-hmm. to whatever it is, you're meant to be there. That's good. You and your whole package. That's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. Being able to definitely bring your entire self and bring that, your whole self. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's huge. You know, one one additional thing that I will add is, um, you know, since you talked about bringing your whole self, is understanding how you're wired and and how that yeah. how that makeup works. You know, I know even for us, again, even if we take the 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 racial aspect out of it. Being able to understand how I'm wired and what I do and being able to understand how Carrie is wired and how she does what she does. That that right there, that's been critical because there are times, you know, even though we've been together a long time to where you're like, why did she do that? Or why did he do that? Or what was going on? Girl, what he do that for? <laughs> so, so being able to understand now, well, this is the way that she's wired. Now, I, like just from from an offense standpoint, I can step like, oh, she didn't she's not trying to um, offend me or I'm not trying to offend her or what have you, because I understand her and understand how she's wired and vice versa. So right. I think that's that's a big part of that. Also, yeah, that's so important. And that's one of the things that we at Edge and Associates do is we we teach people to understand themselves yeah. and in first person and then second person, those in that close circle yeah. around them. And that really helps because it it keeps you from taking things personal. Right. You know, we're so quick to think that it's personal. It's a personal attack. They right. meant to do that. They meant to hurt me. And so many times it's not. It's just a reflection of the person mm-hmm. and what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And we personalize something that really it's not about you, boo. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. We, we just we just try to make everything so personal. Yeah. And so just step back and, you know, accept people for just the who that they are right, right. and try to learn to, to understand them and not be offended. I love that. Yeah. And I'm hoping that that answered that answered the question. Absolutely. That the question. We do got another one. on. Yeah, here, we do. Yeah. Um, let me pull this question. There's up. two of them. As a matter it, of fact, it, keep going. Keep going. Because I, I saw this one. Yep, you're getting close right, right there. here. Yeah, there we go. Um, let me let me go ahead and add this one. This this is a good one. Um, Jerem, what's going on, Jerem? Um, in Cartersville, we are definitely gonna have to get yes, together. Yes, y'all you're just like right around up, the corner, right up the road from the us, hood, so, right next to um, us. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come holler at you, or vice versa, my yes. friend. But uh, the question is, what drives your marriage life and keeps you all on one accord? Yes, 
God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that seems so simplistic, but um, really, I mean, he's the only thing that can keep us on one accord. Yeah. Um, just staying unified in him. I can't think of any other unifying force mm-hmm. because God is love, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and to understand that just as God sacrificed his only son, that mm-hmm. we might be reconciled, mm-hmm. that's my job as a wife daily is to sacrifice my, what I have, what I bring to the, the marriage, mm-hmm. um, my strength to cover completely his weaknesses. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I have to lend more and other times he will lend more. Yeah. Um, but that's, to me, that's how we stay on, on one mind and one accord. And then also with that is, um, and we're going to get into some of this a little bit later when we run mm-hmm. out of questions, it's just communicating. I mean, Philip and I, um, you obviously we're on a podcast, but he's actually way more quiet, like in real life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but we, we communicate intentionally. Right. Um, we use some tools and tips and things like that to just, you know, talk. Right. Um, talk about stuff that random, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. random stuff yeah. to help us like constantly like connect. There's some, I learned something new about him every day. And mm-hmm. I think that's a, the other thing. Um, for us staying on one accord is I believe, listen to me, married people, mm-hmm. your spouse has some hidden treasure mm. and it is your responsibility to find it. That's good. Um, there are mysteries within your spouse and God has intentionally planted them on the inside of you, but it's mm-hmm. them, but it's up to you to discover That's good. those treasures and mysteries um, in your spouse. Yeah. I, I think that, that, that is so good. Um, the one thing that I will add to that, um, staying on one accord is, is a choice. And one thing that Carrie and I, we say all the time, especially to uh, married couples, couples who are getting ready to be married, that you have to choose, choose. to be in your marriage every single day, right? We talk about things like, oh, well, you know, or let me say it this way. We hear from couples. They, they w- will say things like, well, you know, the magic's not there anymore. The spark's gone. I don't know if I love them anymore. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. That That's a choice versus right now you are having a feeling. So we have to understand the difference between a feeling and, and a choice, right? My feeling might say, you know what? I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm mad, but I make a choice to say, but I'm in this thing, yeah. but but I'm going to stay in this thing. You know, I make a choice to be on one accord. I make a choice not Absolutely. to allow division to come in and drive a wedge between my wife and I. I make a, a choice to do those things, right? So every single day for, for Carrie and I, to stay on one accord, I make a choice to do everything that I can to show and display that that my wife, that I love her and not love from a word perspective, but love from an action, action. perspective. Because when people can see action, they can they can understand and they can um, um, allow themselves to be wrapped inside of that because the action of the choice of love. So the one thing that I will mm. say, especially to, to married couples or, you know, the folks considering that, how do you stay on one accord? Make choose. a choice choose. to to love your, your spouse. Make a choice to love your significant other, right? Make, make, make a choice to do those things so that when you get married, it, it, it's something that happens. Because I promise y'all, 
I promise y'all, you know, after 20 years, people like, I don't get it, it. It gets better. But the only way that it can get better is if you make a conscious choice every single day. So and, and to that choosing, I just want to add one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 25 and 28. And it says a person um, without self-control is mm-hmm. like a city without walls. Mm. Um or broken down walls. And we know that the walls around a city were meant to defend it, Mm -hmm. um, meant to protect it. And so in a marriage, um, you have to have this sense of self-control. You have to not only understand um, your behaviors and your inclination for how you're going to react, but you also need to understand your spouse's behaviors and their inclination. And that's why some of the personality testing and other things that we do with um, our premaritals and either people who are... um, in the midst of needing to choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. I won't say crisis, but in the midst of really needing That's to good. choose. Um, one of the things that we have to understand is that you have to be stronger than your inclination to mm-hmm. react. And that comes through self-control and That's obedience. Good. That's good. And only you can control that. And so many times we take our reactions and we we make temporary feelings of have permanent consequences mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of our reactions. Yeah. So our reactions... Um, if they are not under control, mm, yeah, yeah, make a permanent consequence That's within right. our relationship. That's right. So I would say, you know, you, um, being connected with the Lord, right. having your own personal relationship, you working on your self control, your obedience, all of those sorts of things spill over into your marriage. So never allow your reaction based off of a temporary feeling. Right to become a permanent consequence within your marriage. Yeah, I, I, I love that again, but it, it still goes back to being able to, to choose, choose, right? And, 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 and that's the thing. It's so funny. You know, I know we're, we talk to couples and I'm like, are you choosing today? Are you making a choice? And, and I, I'm just being honest, making that choice, <laughs> that ain't easy. But, but listen, that's what love really is. Go back to 1 Corinthians 13 and read it again, right? Read it again. That's what it speaks about. It talks about how love acts, how love reacts, how love moves, how mm-hmm. and one of my favorite pieces of it, it says love has no record of wrongdoing, mm-hmm. right? Love is not about your feelings, and but yet we get caught up in our feelings. Well, they said this, but love has no record of wrongdoing. Well, don't you? No, but love has no record of wrongdoing. It's it's choice that we 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 make to to continue to move forward Absolutely. and draw our relationship together. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I saw another question. Well, first of all, I hope that answered the question. Yeah, and uh, if we we are we answering questions today, let us know. So so definitely let us know if we didn't. Yeah, answer and if the you're question. just joining us, we yep. are answering questions today, burning questions that you've always wanted to know but maybe never wanted to ask. This is a safe environment for you to ask anything. Um, we're not offended. Um, we're here to um, help you to love, to lead well. That's it. And, you know, if we can share some light or insight, uh, that's what we're here to do. I mean, hey, we've lived a <laughs> life. You've lived a life. We all have things to learn from each other. I got a good one. I got a good uh, Yeah, that was a good one. You, you, look, yeah, I'm ready for this one. one. You ready? Okay. But I like is. these. Here it is. Here it is. This is like rapid fire. Macaroni and cheese or collard greens? Mac and, I know what you're going to answer. Well, I'm a, look. Uh, mac and cheese all all day long, you know. Oh. And and my, my my cousin David, hey, listen, mac mac and cheese. Now, 
not the back box mac and cheese. Like you can't just take the mac and cheese and put it on the stove and you know just stir it up and let not Vivito shells and no, cheese no, or some no, knockoff no, version no, of no, that. No, no. No, no, we gotta have the macaroni and cheese. You gotta the put the, real deal. The, the 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 little bit of a, a, a cream cheese up in that guy. You gotta mix it. You gotta get you can't them be right. Telling all the secrets. My bad. You gotta get the right <laughs> noodles. Y'all didn't hear that. You gotta get the right noodles. You gotta put that thing in the oven and let it bake. Put the extra cheese on top. Let it bubble. Right. Let it brown on the. T- I mean, that's the type of mac and cheese that i'm talking about now i'm gonna say this now, i do like my collard greens with a little hot sauce but if i have to choose oh man it's it's not even a choice so i just have to say my mother-in-law is watching so the first time i ever had macaroni and cheese cake <laughs> i mean you know I didn't, and i'm just gonna go there because i'm a white folk i can say i don't know no white folk that ever made no macaroni and cheese cake like this thing was like cake y'all hey that macaroni had lost its form. <laughs> it had lost its form. You had to cut it with a knife. And I oh, said, man. hmm. You know, I'm always trying to, hmm. <laughs> and I'll never forget my mother-in-law came down here when we were in this house. Yeah, it yeah. hasn't been too, too long ago. Yeah. And she was eating the mac and cheese. And she was like, this is better than mine. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you made so it. So shout you out to mom. Uh, Mama Marsha, that was the re. You were the reason. You were the inspiration for yeah. that mac and cheese. And now, all the kids, yeah, all the kids' friends, yeah, when they come here, you know, they want they that want macaroni, macaroni and cheese. The macaroni and cheese cake. Yeah, yeah. When the noodle has lost its form, it gave up to the cheese, I'm y'all. Telling you. The I'm cheese, telling you. cheese on anything, <laughs> pretty much is good. But oh, I good. have to say this, so. Um, for the past, let's see, 16 years, almost 14, 16, 14, 15, somewhere in there mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. I have, um, start, I have eat a very low carb diet. Right. And so I do allow myself some things, mm-hmm. but I understand that as an O blood type person, shout out to all the O's eating things that are white are not that great for me. Right. Unless right. it's meat. Right. Um, so sugar's not, you know, it doesn't, doesn't work well. And that's pretty much for anybody to be Mm -hmm. honest. And so, um, I would choose collard greens. However, I cannot master my mother-in-law's collard greens. So if one thing that I would love is just to be able to make them like she makes them, but I would definitely choose the collard green over the mac and cheese. Well, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. And, you knew um, I was gonna say, and I don't want the hot sauce. Like I want to taste the collard green. Yeah. I, I hear you. I say the same thing about that mac and cheese, but then, but then them collard greens, I, I do need a little, you know, I, and <laughs> the funny thing about that is I agree with you. You probably don't need the hot sauce. It's just, customary i gotta put some hot sauce it's just customary i gotta do it oh man there's just some things it's like a steak you i gotta put do it. ketchup on a steak I, I, it's, I, I and gotta real do steak it. eaters don't use like heinz 57 and <laughs> a1 y'all tell me this if i'm true. wrong this is true this you is don't true. you don't you put seasoning you don't, you, well, on you there you don't need that for a good steak you, no you, you put I mean? seasoning yeah. on there yeah. and maybe a pat of butter to hold in the moisture yep y'all i'm hungry <laughs> well, i look I want, I but want a real steak, steak eaters, collard greens and macaroni you and don't put anything. <laughs> so that was one of my dad's tests. What's that? I don't know if you knew this. So in order to pass the, the marriable man test, 
you had to eat a steak properly. He'd be like, all right, he's he's well, marriage criteria. <clears throat> well, but I, he had to learn. Yeah, because you I, don't put nothing on a steak. He had to be rehabilitated. Yeah, y'all. I, I did because I probably had some ketchup and I wanted mine burnt. <laughs> <laughs> How you want your steak cooked? Burnt. <laughs> <laughs> now, y'all, he orders his medium. Yeah, you know, I'm, and occasionally I'm get, medium rare, depending on where we go. Because you know, absolutely, you are sophisticated. Every now and again, every now, every and, again. now and again. So, what else we got? Let, let's let's get some more questions in here because we we can't keep them forever, forever. All right. And, 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 and my brother Sean Davis says, yes. I'm a real steak, steak eater. Yes. And you are correct. Thank yes, you. Sir. Shout yes, out. everybody, clap your hands. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how you eat a steak. You just, just a steak. I could eat steak all day. I, I, Every day. I, I was looking at that. By the way, they have this new diet thing. Probably not new, but all they do is eat meat. It's like the. The, You're uh, a meditarian. The, the, the carnivore diet. That's what it's called. Yes. The carnivore diet. And all they do is eat meat. And I'm not a diet person, but I was like, you know, maybe I can go on that diet right there. Meat all day? Meat, what? You would get tired of it. I promise you. <sighs> but for the I first see week. how you eat. For the first week. Hey, by the way, macaroni and cheesecakes, not meat. Let's move on. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. You got one or you want me to jump in there? Oh, okay, go ahead. So I did find, um, I do like Focus on the Family. Focus on a Family had a really great article and it was nine questions that you should ask your spouse. You know, and there are a lot of things um, online, different questions that you can ask um, your spouse, things to just, you know, keep rekindling, keep the lines of communication open. But this article was really <clears throat> great and we'll post it afterwards. And it was talking about how to ask questions mm -hmm. that are not offensive. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, how are you really feeling? Not how many pounds have you gained? Like, right. men, right. don't ask your wife that question. She may That's not wisdom, be your wife. That's wisdom. That's called wisdom. And you might be sleeping on the couch. You <laughs> may, it might be worse. You might be out in the doghouse and the dog <laughs> might be on the couch. So, but it, it had some really good pointers yeah. about how to ask questions okay. that are framed positively. Mm -hmm. So you go ahead with your question. Well, well, th this is the question that that I'm going to to ask you. Um, I'm gonna um ask this one right here because I I think this is a, a good question to to start with. All right, so, so you get us in trouble with our parents. Yeah, you know I'm I'm going there because they don't I'm, live in this I'm, house. I'm going there with it. I'm um, grown. <laughs> I'm the mama. <laughs> so how would you compare yourself as a mother? To your own mother. A mother to my own mother. I cannot hold, and I'm not just saying this. My mom is not on Facebook, and my mom doesn't listen to podcasts. I don't think. She might sometimes listen. <clears throat> I can't hold a candle to my own mom. Um, my mom is the most selfless person, probably to a fault, mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. and you know my mom. Um, I think I know her. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> You know what I mean. Those of you who are listening on podcast, you cannot see the look on my face, but you may be able to hear the disdain in my voice. <laughs> you like that big word? Um, no, I can't. I can't hold a candle to my mom. My mom is just such a selfless person. Mm -hmm. um, growing up, my mom, literally right or wrong, was the glue that literally held everything together. Yeah. Um, not only for our little family, my sister, my dad and I, I mean, we never really had to think or worry or be concerned about anything. Everything was always provided for. Mm -hmm. My mom carried that whole lo load. 
Um, and I never really realized like the load that she carried, yeah. you know, the worry and the burden mm-hmm. and the financial stressors and mm-hmm. all of those sorts of things. She carried all of those on her shoulder mm-hmm. um, and really never did anything for herself. Yeah. I mean, I can only re- recall a couple of times, um, you know, my mom even getting a haircut or anything. Yeah. And so some of those, you know, all of that kind of was an impression on me. And I think that's part of the reason why I, I choose to be a servant leader. I, I believe that before I can lead anything, I must serve. Mm-hmm. And that even as I lead, I have to lead with a servant's heart. And that's I believe good. that's how Jesus was in this earth. But Jesus also took care of himself. And yeah. that's why he would go to the mountain and he would seek the Lord and all those sorts of things. And so my dad, I know you didn't ask me about my, my dad would always say, I'm a good example of a bad example. So I learned from the examples of my parents, uh, you know, to, um, uh, as Pastor Good would say, to eat the chicken and spit out the bones. Mm-hmm. So I took the good things mm-hmm. um, and tucked them away in my heart and said, this is how I want to lead my life. Mm-hmm. And so my mom has led that kind of life. My mom literally was, if they, um, <laughs> sorry, y'all, they slap you in one cheek, you turn and give them the other. Mm-hmm. You know, if they don't have a coat, you take the one off your back. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did it silently. And she did it privately. Mm-hmm. And no one ever knew. Um, sometimes to her own mental and personal, you know, demise or anguish or, or pain. So uh, shout out to my mom, uh, Marla Lanning. You are a real woman, um, a real servant. And, um, yeah, I appreciate everything that you've done for me. Awesome. You're trying to get the lump in everybody's throat know, right now. Right. So how about <laughs> you? I know, you know, my <clears throat> husband, I talk to my mom multiple times every day, and I have certain set times that I must call her. She's going to send out the, the National this Guard. Is this is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, and I think that's so important, and I, and I pray that as my children grow that I have that because you have that with your, your yeah. parents. Yeah. Um, and I know you always share with people, you know, you, you – you don't know what it's like um, to have a separation between you and God because you don't have a strong father figure in your life. Your dad has always been that for you. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you come from that place and you always um, are that, sh- that strong father figure for people as well. So tell us, like, um, hmm. same question for you. Same question. Um, I, I, I would say Ooh. that... Um, you know, my, my, my parents, we, we're all super close. I mean, my, my parents, my, my siblings, we're all very close. Um, we've always been close. Um, I, I think part of that has to do with, um, you know, my, my dad being in the military. And, and in being in the military, we, we traveled a lot. And many times it was just us. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we were away from family, um, you know, cousins, grandparents, those kinds of things. So it was just us. So early on, we, we, we bonded. Um, I, I've said this before, but my dad would, would say in a minute, he said, we, we may not have a whole bunch of money, but we got a whole lot of love. love. Mm-hmm. And, and <clears throat> you know, my, my dad and my mom, you know, they made sure that they, they poured out that love, not just to my siblings and, and I, but they poured that same love out to every single yeah. person that came into our house or across our paths. You know, I mean, it's to the point now to where, you know, people, they see me 
And, you know, these are friends that I haven't seen in a long time, you know, after they get done catching up with me, the next question is, how are your parents doing? Same thing with me. Because my parents embrace them and they're, Mm -hmm. they're good and they're not so good. You know, my parents, you know, we, we fed them, you know, we, and we might not have only had a spam sandwich and some of y'all don't even know what spam is, but, um, Hey, hey I'm telling we, we, we fry we, that bad boy hey, up, throw it on some bread, fried up, put an egg on it. It ain't a steak, and, but and, it'll do. And, and I have a friend, my friend, Sean, he came to the house one day and my mom made a spam sandwich. And honestly, I didn't know spam was a bad thing. Like I didn't. It's <laughs> not a bad thing. Like I, well, I mean, but I didn't know it was like looked upon or frowned upon because we always had it, you know. But Sean was like, I don't know what that was, <laughs> but that was good. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's just how my how my parents are. Mm. So I I know um, personally for me, I I I try and strive to um, to be what they are and have been to my siblings and to be what they are to, to our children, you know, and to be able to be that type of person to other people, because they're the ones who taught me that they instilled that um, they instilled the smile in me and how you smile and how you grind and how you keep going. And, you know, just how you love and how you really love mm-hmm. uh, my, my parents are some of the most um, just loving and embracing people. You know, they, they they don't look at the things that the the world would look at. They just say, you know what, they're good people, and and doggone it, we're gonna treat them like good people. So, um, yeah, I, I talk to them every day, almost every day. And if I don't talk to them every day, they're gonna call me and say, "What's wrong?" or "Why have you not called me?" So, um, and even even though we're you know we're not, you know, my parents are in Louisville, Kentucky, so we're 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 in Georgia. Even though we're not close, yeah, it we're still, still close. it still feels like we're very, very close. So. so what's one what's one thing you do or say mm-hmm. that you said as a young person growing up, I will never do or say that your parent did or said? One thing that I now say that I said that I would or never do, say. That you said you would, my parents do that and I'm not going to do that. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I wanted to emulate them so much. Um, I, I think I think one thing that I, I could think of is I, I'd never uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell it myself. So my, my parents, um, you know, when I was growing up, they were notorious for like calling me to run errands. <laughs> so yes, like, Lord, like we would be like, I'd be like having dinner at Carrie's house and you know, my mom would call me and she'd be like, hey, uh, run to the store and give me a soda real quick. <laughs> I mean, something that didn't make any sense. I'm or, like, you know, I, uh, I'd be at the house in my room. My mom would say like, uh, hey, come here for a minute. Uh, go, go, go give me some water. <laughs> go get some. I'm like, but you're like right there. <laughs> and so I said, I, I'm not going to ever do that. But um, yeah, I find myself doing that with the kids nowadays. And okay, so that was so foreign to me, y'all. So you can imagine in my teenage girl mind that he just has to randomly leave <laughs> to get so his mama funny. soda. Oh, I'm like, I'm not buying that. There's that another so, girl. I so know funny. he is cheating. He's cheating, y'all. In my teenage girl brain, I'm like, what in the world? Nobody just does that. Nobody. That was but funny. yes. It yeah. really was true. Yeah, that that was that was funny. That, that was funny. That, that's good. That's really good. How about how about you? 
Oh, man. Um, so my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad was like, you know, like the heartfelt lecturer. <laughs> my dad would go so deep. Oh. And to be honest, you're like, I have no idea what he just said, but you're over there like, <laughs> oh, I mean, literally, I, I knew when I got in trouble, I was just like, I wish somebody in this house just knew how to beat people and get it over with. Uh -huh. Just beat me uh -huh. because I did not want my dad to lecture. <laughs> and so now, yes, I find myself and, you know, I'll just be talking to them. <laughs> you know oh, man. yeah so, yeah um and i'll be talking like you know like i'm confucius or something like you know um, she is confucius a man is round unless he is square and they're like what what, what someday you'll understand when you have children <laughs> yeah that that's a good one right there someday right. you'll understand when you have kids <laughs> you'll get it you'll grow up someday and you'll understand Oh, man. And meanwhile, you're like in your room like, I have no idea what I just said. But it sounded good. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's a good one. Let's go ahead and answer. Uh, Sean, Sean Davis had yeah, a question. Sean, Sean Davis had a question. I'm going to put it up on the screen so you can Take see Take a stab it. at that one. It said, question Whew. for you both. Man, this is a deep one. Um, man, look at the list of those. If you could interview anyone dead or alive from this list, who would you choose and mm. why? Um Jordan B. Peterson, Larry Elder, Thomas Sewell, Ravi Zacharias, Ben Shapiro, Martin Luther King Jr., Smith Wigglesworth, John G. Lake, Lake. or oh, look, or your own choice. Woo! Or your own choice. I mean, that, that those are like OGs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Super I mean? OGs. OGs. Kingdom OGs. Oh man. You you want to go first? You want me to go? Go ahead. Um, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say, say, I'm just going to take two from Sean's list right now. First of all, all of them, I would love to oh, sit man. down with. Like I literally, literally would love to sit down with all of them and just have a deep in-depth conversation because man. reading some of the writings that I'm like, I'm like, man, is, is this Mark? <laughs> you know what I mean? is, this, <laughs> is this Jesus? Like what is really going on here? Cause he must've inspired your words like for man. real, for real. But, um, Right now, I've I've really started to get into the apologetics mm. and and really being able to understand and defend my faith. Um, mm. And and as of late, um, you know, Ravi Zacharias has been just somebody I've been Man, yeah. watching videos of. Um, I've been going to YouTube University on on Ravi. Um, you know, rest in peace, Ravi Zacharias. Yeah, but definitely. um. I, I just up until I don't and I don't know what's going on. May, maybe it's maybe it's, um, you know, where our, our, our world is right now. Um, but I know even growing up, I was I was one of those people. I was like, you know, God doesn't need me to defend him. Mm, no. You know, let, let let him do the defending. Let me just be the ambassador and, and do what I do. But. Um, in this world that we live in today, just from an apologetic standpoint, you, you do have to be able to defend what you believe or to be able to truly stand yeah, on what you articulate believe. Articulate it. Right. Be able to, I, I, right. I think people look at the word defense 
in the wrong sort of yeah, way. Yeah. But Ravi had just a way of just making things so very plain. He made it plain. Poignant, right. powerful. Right. And open your eyes to see things. So yeah. different. that's really a very special gift and the world will miss that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I I know for me that's just uh that's been something of late that um has been a fire in my belly to be able to go into depths to be able to bring forth that defense mm. and, and and more so than even quote unquote defending it or being able to go and and argue with someone that like that's not what I'm talking yeah, about not to argue. L- literally it's more for me to be able to truly know and understand why I believe what I believe mm. because there's so many people who are being easily swayed nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like really, especially within the faith. I mean, they're just, that's what religion will do. Right. Right. So, so being able to really be grounded in that and, and, and be able to go to the word of God and, and really just look and see what it says for myself first, um, I think has been, a, been a big thing. And then um, again, just with everything going on, I, I would, I would love to sit down with um, MLK Jr. You took mine. You know, and and not probably for what people think. You know, um, people, you know, they may mm-hmm. want to know about the nonviolent. I, I want to know. I want to say, how, like, what conversations did you and the Lord have? Like, I, I really want to sit down and be like, how... Like, where did you even come up with some of the things you came up with? You know, you're in you're in the jail writing on toilet tissue. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you're writing this like speech mm-hmm. that's un- like how in the world and what is going on? You know, what would you say to to people nowadays? How can how can you work and and, and share with us how we bring people together as mm-hmm. opposed to living this separated lifestyle? You know what I mean? So. I would I would really love to do those kinds of things. But what about you? Yeah, uh, those two. Actually, it's funny because those are the two that really like popped out at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in this season and in time, in this moment, um, you know, I would love to sit down with MLK Jr. Yeah. Um, but the thing I would want to know, I, I in my heart, I have um, I want to know what it's like in the heart of a, a passionate revolutionary mm. um, because I, I've always felt drawn to be, you know, my dad always said, you know, girl, you walk to the beat of a different drummer mm-hmm. and just embracing that when God puts something, you know, just so heavy on you mm-hmm. um, to just, how do you sustain that fire, that, that passion right. um, for the things that God has called you um, to do and to push, That's good. Um, you know, and then also just, my other curiosity is like, what's, what's that home life like? Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, what were the family, what was the family like? What was the family culture like? Mm-hmm. What were those conversations with his wife? You know, um, what were the fears, you know, what, where, where was the encouragement? Where was the motivation yeah. outside of even God, you know, um, just the real life, you know, sometimes we don't see the real, the real. Yeah. Um, yeah, and true. obviously we're all about the real, yeah. um, but I, I just seeing the real, like, show me your heart, expose mm-hmm. to me the heart of a passionate revolutionary. What That's kept good. you going? What kept the fire burning, um, for, you know, what God had laid on your heart about bringing, uh, racial equality and yeah. 
and bringing people together, yeah. you know, yeah. and to not, you know, be embittered or um, to come from a place of anger. Mm. Because even in these times, I found myself, you know, pushing down um, feelings of bitterness mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or, or mm-hmm. anger, you know, when you, f- when you see injustice yeah. in any kind of area in yeah. the world, yeah. um, what kind of heart, you know? Yeah. Um, good. So, yeah, that's good. Wigglesworth. Hey, Smith Wigglesworth is a dope man, one, man. Read hey. him and you'll be Woo. sitting there like scratching your head like, Woo. huh? I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you. that's a good list right there. Well, li- listen, we have thoroughly enjoyed you man, all this today. Was so good. This is, we, we may need to come back and do a part two. Yeah. I mean, we, so we, y'all need to like, you we, know, we may need to do a part two out. on this. Yeah, definitely. Write some good questions mm-hmm. down because I, I, I'm, yeah, this was good. This was good. Mm-hmm. We hope you all enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed it on today. And um, y'all know, man, we're going to be back here 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Eastern time. Sunday. Next Sunday. Next fun day. And um, let you know what we do and how we do it within the edge life. That's right. That's what we got for you. That's all real. God bless y'all, man. Make sure you share this out. Make sure you share that because somebody need to see it. That's what that's I right. that's what I know. Somebody need to see it. Until we see you again. Live and lead well, y'all. God bless y'all. God bless you. Peace. Peace. You 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 know we had to cap it off with Jesus. Edge life. You're too close to the edge. We gonna push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh. Gotta get it in your head. Baby, welcome to the edge life. You're too close to the edge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead, it's that edge